Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Welcome again, everyone, to the most listened to daily professional wrestling and mixed martial arts program in the world. I am Mike Sempervivi here with you. Brian Alvarez, back in a few days. He's at the F4W Online Fan Convention taking place down in Las Vegas. Those activities are already underway. Go on throughout the weekend. If you're in the Vegas vicinity and want more information, you can go to the WrestlingObserver.com main page for that. But once again, without Brian here, it opens up the phone lines a lot more for all of you out there. The number to dial, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. There's no Skype line today, and I'll explain why in a minute. On Twitter, I am at Sempervivi. Brian is at Brian Alvarez. And the Wrestling Observer Figure 4 website is at W-O-N-F-4-W. Follow that handle, and it'll be your portal for all of the breaking news in professional wrestling and mixed martial arts. No Skype line today, because when we come back from break, Josh Nason will be joining me, at Josh Nason on Twitter. Employee extraordinaire. Brian's right-hand man running the, running the empire. He's going to be on to join, uh, joining me to talk about uh, a bunch of different things. Obviously, the biggest thing being SummerSlam coming up this weekend, WWE weekend with, with TakeOver and everything else going on there. I know there's a lot of people that don't get a chance to, to hear us over the weekend. I want to hear from you uh, about your thoughts on SummerSlam and TakeOver, what you're most excited for, uh, how you feel SummerSlam is going to shake out with the main event, big doings, and, and what might be going forward and, and, and taking place. And as well as Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather, which I'm sure Josh and I will be talking about some of the news that came out this week about the eight ounce gloves and basically going into the the big push this week. It's going to be everywhere. It's already started to to dribble out and really kind of soak everything. And uh, there's going to be a lot more to come. Will this make you any more excited to, to spend $100 to see this fight? Let me know. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Again, on Twitter as well, at Sempervivi, at Brian Alvarez, and at Josh Nason. We'll get this thing started when we get back. Mike Sempervivi, Wrestling Observer Live. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. 800-813-9940. 800-813-9940. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam and you can have lifetime coverage and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, we are back. Mike Sempervivi here with you. No Brian Alvarez, but in his place, Josh Nason, the assistant editor of F4W Online, the host of the Josh Nason podcast. Josh Nason's Punch-Out, apologize, (laughs) the Josh Nason's Punch-Out podcast over on the website as well, too. Josh, with that kind of rousing introduction, I'm sure we're going to have a hell of a show. Well, Mike, you know it's been uh, it's been a very long time. I feel like I've been on the on the ban list. I'm glad to be back in office, so to speak, and ready to again back at the the uh, the servers. Sports byline, best show of all time, happening right now. Well, see, so you see where I'm at this week after a long week, so that's why I had to drag you in here to try to save my sorry rear end going into the weekend. And you're going to be here with me uh, tomorrow as well, too, I believe, uh, live on Saturday, uh, hopefully live for the next two Saturdays as we lead into Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather coming up. And, uh, Josh, you know, I guess I'll lead off actually with that, even though the biggest thing this weekend is is SummerSlam and, and to a lesser extent, TakeOver, Ring of Honor, uh, and their pay-per-view taking place in the U.K. as well, too, as well as uh, some other things across the scene as well. But this is going to be the big kickoff uh, for all of the, the hype leading into the, the final hype leading into the money fight with, with Mayweather and McGregor. And I don't know... Um, I guess, <laughs> how do you feel about this whole thing right now, how it's shaping up and how it's feeling? And am I insane for thinking that they are 
have way overshot their target on most of this stuff? No, because it seems like every time we think that these days, the numbers come back for pay-per-view way bigger than we imagined. We think back yeah. to Ronda Rousey, her last fight, and going into her like, eh, she's not doing any press. You know, There's not that a lot of buzz. The, the discussion seems to be all about her not talking to anyone. The fight's not going to do any good, and then the fight does over a million buys. UFC 214, John Jones and Daniel Cormier. Not a lot of buzz. Everyone thought it was going to get overshadowed by uh, you know by McGregor, uh, Mayweather and McGregor, and that whole thing. And what happened? That show did uh, estimated look at about you know, maybe seven fifty or eight hundred, which is huge for the UFC. So I think the way that boxing promotion works is so much different, as you know, Mike from MMA. I think that there's going to be some ESPN is fully going to get on board this week. I think all these other outlets are going to get on board. And I think that buzz is going to lead more and more and more. The big key is going to be that press conference they have this week. But I think we're, when we're all said and done sitting here uh, on that Monday after the big event, I think we're going to be a little bit disappointed in the action, although most of us are going to be like, this is exactly what we thought was going to happen. And I think the other thing is we're going to find out, we're going to get that press release from Showtime. that This pay-per-view is now the biggest and best-selling pay-per-view of all time. Well, yeah, it stuck out to me that I believe it was last Friday, uh, Stephen Espinoza and some other people talked to Kevin Ioli of Yahoo about the fact that this, uh, amongst its many uh, high watermarks that it's going to set, will also be the most bootlegged fight of all time. And while that's true, just because that's kind of what the evolution of uh, of things is, and on top of the fact that it's a huge event, so whatever the biggest event is, odds are that's going to be the thing that most people have the interest in, and, and may not have the interest in paying for, it and are going to want a bootleg. So that's not really a surprise there. But I took that, and every time I always hear things like that, and I come from that old boxing thought mentality, you know, when Bob Arum would do it and things like that, where it's like, you know. You're already kind of laying, you know, the the excuses in. It's like, you know, after this is like the the pre-fight version of after the fight when a fighter goes, yeah, I'm not making any excuses. But you know, I had this cold, right, and my shoulder kind of hurt. But like this, that's how I kind of took that. And I may be being too cynical about it, but do you think they're already kind of laying in some some pieces like that uh, in between all of the hype over things like Floyd Mayweather's going to be $25 million in, in clothing sponsorships and things like that? No, the way I took it was that they're basically trying to say that this ancillary group that everyone kind of knows exists when it comes to pirating stuff, that they are even this group is energized to see the show, right? That I didn't. I didn't <laughs> so it's just a, really part of the PR hype of like even yeah. even the the people in prison are are just they're rioting to see the fight. Exactly, exactly. I, that basically, <laughs> this whole thing with the eight ounce gloves, all this stuff, and I heard a great stat today from uh, John Pollock that uh, John, that cousin. basically Mayweather has fought so many times. I'm, I'm not, nearly his entire career fought with eight ounce gloves, so that, that's a non-issue as well. But again, if they're not trying to get us; they're trying to get the uh, the mainstream sports fan to actually be like, you know what? I'm going to pay a hundred bucks for this. It's the end of the summer. Let's just do this, and uh, you know everything else is just kind of just gravy on top of that. So yeah, that the whole world, as a, as a, as a famous wrestling promoter once said, the whole world is watching. Well, and you know how you know that it's not like a serious sporting issue when it comes to the eight ounce gloves is the fact that it's not like Floyd Mayweather has got the most concrete of hands. You know, they weren't as brittle as like Gotti's and things like that, but it's like it's not like he's got, you know, the the, the stiffest hands in the world. 
and nobody's mentioned that of like well that 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 could be a thing like this whole thing comes down to the knockout over like fireworks and like you know can connor be even faster now with two ounces off of his gloves to to land that big rainbow punch on floyd for the knockout but where do you yeah, see but- the line moving uh you, we always see a variation in the line leading into the fight this has been a very unique one in that Floyd Mayweather has fought high-caliber boxers who had much longer odds than, than what they had, and it's usually a case where we see a big swing going one way or the other at the end. A lot of times that swing goes to the underdog because people get excited about seeing lines and, and they get kind of hungry to make a move. What do you think is going to go down here with this line that a lot of people are already thirsty about anyway and put money on Connor? Right. One thing I did want to mention as you were talking about kind of the why people are not talking about certain aspects with Floyd is because the boxing media, for the most part, has abandoned this fight. You know, they they, well, that's true. they see it as a spectacle. They see it as a show and they're not really. But you know what? Their- and just just to throw in just to throw in on you real quick right there. I'm sorry to interrupt, but like the reality of it is, is like for every Teddy Atlas who's going to have some sort of conviction about it, the reality is they're all going to pop up and be talking heads on Saturday and Sunday, no doubt. Right. Yeah. So as far as the line goes, I, I think that Vegas is, is probably, you know, they're trying to, to hedge their bets. Right. And and there is the miracle chance that McGregor could win. You know, it's I, I don't think there is a you know, it's like a point zero 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 one chance if you kind of logically look at this thing. But they want to bet action on both sides and be covered just in case you know, the incredible happens and they want all this, this betting to come from overseas. And I've, you know, everyone's heard these stats at the, uh, you know, the, the gate already is going to be, looks to be more than even like the Super Bowl, the biggest Super Bowl of all time. And then the, the, uh, the betting is going to expect it to exceed what the Super Bowl does, which is just tremendous. If you really sit and think about it. So they're just trying to look to get from all angles and, uh, and not get caught with their pants down in case that miracle left hits and, and uh, Floyd hits the deck and for some reason can't get back up. Spurs fan is a soothsayer because there's something I wanted to ask you about, and it was a non-finish, and he asked the question on Twitter. McGregor and Mayweather is the first time I've seen serious money laid down on a DQ. Larry Merchant even tipped it. That has buzzed a little bit more. It's usually it comes at a time after conversation where somebody may say, what if Connor gets upset? What if somebody in the corners get upset? And for those people thinking that there's going to be a work, how do you feel about the fact that this thing could end in a non-finish like a DQ? Zero uh, percent. I think this this aspect that people think, oh, yeah, Connor could go crazy and throw throw a big elbow or a kick or something like that. I mean, he's. He is an absolute professional. That's why he has gone in four years, has gone to making nothing, to making $100 million in a night in a sport he's never competed in. I mean, he's, he's, he knows exactly what he's doing. He is not going to – and I, I've heard that there are certain uh, contractual ob- – not obligations, but uh, clauses that in case he does something that they're – that basically, you know, Floyd gets even more money and Connor gets less – Connor's not going to embarrass himself. He knows this is he is on the, the he's going to be on the biggest stage of his entire career, and he's not going to do anything to uh, to ruin his reputation at this point. Because win or lose, I think he is going to be in a much different stratosphere coming out of this fight. That's the whole thing. He ain't making any less money, and he ain't going to put himself in a position to make any less money coming out of this fight, no matter what. Folks, we're heading to the break right now, but when we get back, I want to talk to you, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. If you want to chime in on Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather, we certainly welcome you to do so. And also, SummerSlam, your predictions on that, your predictions on TakeOver, if you have any thoughts. 
I'm Jim Cornette, joining Global Force Wrestling. Let me say that again. Jim Cornette, joining Global Force Wrestling. Let us know. Be back, Wrestling Observer Live. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561-800-405-2561-800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, back with you. Mr. Announcer Man got it half right. That was for you, Crash. 
Mike Sempervivi here with you. Josh Nason here with you, filling in. I know we got a huge amount of callers right now. It's Bigly uh, on the phone lines. And we're going to get to you in a minute, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. But I do want to ask Josh about the news last night. Forget about Alberto Del Rio or Alberto El Patron being stripped of the GFW title. The biggest news seemingly coming out of Impact Wrestling. Forget about the fact that Eli Drake is your new GFW heavyweight champion of the world. I hope that wasn't a spoiler. I guess, was that a spoiler? I don't know if that was a spoiler or not. I didn't see the show, so I don't know if that was part of the tapings or not. But anyway, Jim Cornette is back in a position of power, uh, at least on screen-wise, with Impact Wrestling. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I I did hear a lot about it, and uh, people have had reactions and emotions to it. Uh, You did see it. Uh, You have some thoughts on it. What do you think? Well, I, I actually did not see it. I'm just kind of had some thoughts in the whole announcement. It is, um, you know, it, it's interesting because of, of where people see Cornette in today's wrestling. And I think it, I think if you ask a lot of fans, especially like I say our fans, internet fans, whatever you want to call us, is that it feels dated because of his views on guys like the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, other very uh, big time favorites of our site. And I think it's a... I think if you're a you wonder if you're a wrestler there or potentially going there, you kind of wonder what is uh, what's his role going to be? Is it uh, you know this idea that's going to go back to quote unquote you know traditional wrestling and that's going to be the thing, or is it strictly on uh, on screen character? I mean, he he's definitely can bring it when it comes to being a character on screen. I don't think there's any doubt about that. It just depends on how the promotion uses him and also what his influence is behind the scenes. But there is that worry you know and especially with with you know, always say tna gfw trying to shed that image that they've had for so long with just being a a negative to the industry as opposed to a positive i just i i wonder with groups like new japan really taking front and center ring of, ring of honor you know to an extent obviously you have like pwg but really kind of thing about these what really appeals to the non-wwe fan I, I just wonder if they see this as a as kind of just a um, I don't want to say a non-starter, but just more of the same. Going to take it to the phone lines one eight hundred eight seven eight play one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. Wouldn't be a show if we didn't start off with Ryan in Cumberland, Maryland. Um, my question for you, Mike, is: You think Destination X was the best free show that we've seen all year, even more so than the G one, because all the matches were actually built up and they had major storylines throughout the show and shocking surprises. You see, dirty. Just get off the phone. (laughs) Thank you very much for the call, Ryan. Look, I didn't see it. I I said that I didn't see it yet, uh, so I can't judge it. I'll I'll try to watch it tonight before tomorrow's show. I'll definitely see it before Sunday's show. I will promise you that, and you can call back in. I will give you my opinion on it, but let us not be too crazy here and, and try to compare what they did last night, whatever it was, on the scale to Gato's booking throughout the G1, which included not only the G1 matches, but all of the preliminary tag team matches that took place, which interwove stories throughout the entire two-week or whatever it was tournament. So stop it. one 800 play one 800 Greg in Minnesota. Greg, how are you and how are you listening to the show? I'm all right. How are you? Doing fantastic. How do you listen to us right now? Uh, I was listening on the uh, TuneIn app. Awesome. Thank you. So what's on your mind? Why are we leaving the IC belt off of this show? Is it just not important to creative right now? Do we feel that Enzo and Cass 
in this circus with the Big Show is more important than that belt? Ah, well, they, they've sort of gotten it on there. I, I think... <laughs> I think the reason why is, number one, there was a little bit of a numbers game leading into this thing. But, but Josh, I definitely certainly want to get your opinion on this while Greg's still on the line, too. Uh, I think it's really got more to do with the fact that Jason Jordan, if he would have gotten a Goldberg-esque response, and I'm not saying he would have, but if he would have gotten one, maybe we'd have that IC title match on there and we'd be willing to change it. But I think with the reaction he's gotten and obviously now being partnered up with the Hardys to kind of go after the Miz, Taraj, and Miz, they're going to try to ride this thing out to try at least to make him an over-baby face as, as much as they can before they decide to, to move in a different direction. Yeah, I think they simply just need they need stuff for these guys to do, right? And And you have that six-man tag with... Jordan and the Hardys against Miz and the Miz Taraj, and, and that's going to be on the kickoff show of all things. So it is, okay. uh, you know, I think it's a very packed show. They tend to kind of just, you know, just have as many matches as they can. They have a lot of titles on the line already. Sure, a lot of, uh, you know, special moments and things like that. And you look at, you know, uh, matches like the Balor Wyatt match. Obviously, the ring entrances are going to go a little bit long for that with uh, Balor's demon character. I, I think it's just a question of timing and, and something had to be sacrificed. And I think that that also sure. allows them to do a follow-up the next night. If you want to do a Jordan versus Miz match on raw, or you can do something if you really want to stretch it out to the, uh, the next special uh, on the network. So, I mean, we live in the network era, so you don't have to really uh, get everything out in one show. You can, uh, you need some stuff to kind of stretch out the months. And I think that's probably what the, uh, what the idea is here. Now, Greg, are you, is this, is this an IC title issue for you more or is it a Miz issue? I think it's both because Miz did great work with that belt, bringing it back to the prestige that I think it had when I was growing up when Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock had it, you know, and it felt really important. And I, I just think that, you know, it, it would showcase what I think is the more important belt on Raw. Greg, I want to thank you very, very much for the call. I uh, appreciate you listening in. Going to take it back to the phones now, 1-800-878-PLAY, one 800 Ishmael in Virginia. Ishmael, we'll do it to you. How are you? Hello. <laughs> What's happening? Hey, how's it going? So last time I called in, I had a, uh, I had a little piece about the actual numbers in India regarding the financials um, and the real number that they can expect for their network, if, if hardly any. But my question now is more towards the finish of SummerSlam. So mm-hmm. Brian and others seem to be convinced that gender will – win and if gender were to win with how the build-up has gone to the match with nakamura having about a week's notice and cutting like a one-sentence promo on gender do you think nakamura would risk coming off as almost a geek if he were to just sort of brazenly come in and be the king of swag style and then just lose with little to no build whatsoever do you think that would sort of really adversely affect nakamura because i'm of the opinion even if they could they could still be going hard with pushing gender but I think Jinder can afford to lose this first matchup and then they can maybe, you know, have two or three pay-per-views and then he can get the belt back. But I just think you lose too much with Nakamura if he were to show up and just lose his first chance at the title. What do you think? Hallelujah. Thank God for Ishmael. Thank you very much because this is something I've been trying to say with Brian. 
I, exactly. I think he would come off as a geek. And on top of it, if Nakamura wins this belt, it does not mean anything has to stop with Jinder. And in fact, you can try to get more heat on Jinder because Nakamura cannot cut promos. The visual of him always having to fight as an underdog, two-on-one, three-on-one, four-on-one with the Great Kali, which I guess would be four-and-a-half-to-one if you decide to insert him into the mix. That, I think, will take you a lot further. And, and again, it's WWE. Nakamura could lose the belt 15 days from now, and, and that's how yeah. it goes, and then they play hot potato. So I'm not saying they can't do that either, but I don't know. Josh, what do you think? Well, it depends on what they want. What do they want their big key takeaway moments from this event to be? And my assumption is that it's going to be whatever happens in the main event, the four-way and do they want that moment in there with that going to be very pro Nakamura crowd? Do they want that second sort of pop for uh, for Nakamura and almost like kind of a, a coronation well, and kind of make him a little bit bigger star to those people watching at home? Or does this, you know, and it's unfortunate we're in this this era of like we have to see a marketing plan unfold with a, a guy getting the title in Mahal because they're trying to get into India. I think also where this where I keep saying where this fight, where this match falls on the card, I think that'll be uh, some some good evidence there as well is kind of what the outcome's going to be. And, I mean, I'd love to see Nakamura win just because I think it would, in that crowd, I think it would, uh, in, in that environment, I think it would be over huge. But, uh, you know, WWE definitely has proven us time after time they don't necessarily do the right thing. They do what the they think the, is the uh, WWE thing. What do you think, Can, can, I, add, can I add one quick thing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I just think the risk-reward with Nakamura coming in and just losing his first time in to if he were to just win. And the thing people are, like, I'm not understanding why they aren't getting it. Jinder Mahal losing at SummerSlam and him them being done with his push are not mutually uh, – they're mutually exclusive. Jinder Mahal can lose this match, like, and immediately get the belt back within a few months and still walk into WrestleMania as the champion, can still be a top-pushed guy. He's wrestled – John Cena and Randy Orton are back-to-back SmackDowns. He's going to wrestle Nakamura. It's going to be a several-month program with Nakamura, so there's no reason at all why he doesn't have to at least lose the first match, then get the belt back, and then go on to face whoever at the Royal Rumble, whoever at WrestleMania, if they're still, you know, obsessed with going gung-ho with him. I just think for Nakamura, for his sake, from feuding with Dolph Ziggler, and he's been a little bit flat when he came into SmackDown, I just think for how he cut his last promo and how this whole thing was thrown together very short notice, maybe two, a two-week build, if he were to just come in and lose, I just think he would really, really come off bad. And it would have almost no interest in any rematch. He'd come off like a geek, you know. Baron Corbin didn't like know geek, favors yeah. either. So, Ishmael, I want to thank you very much for my, my new favorite caller right now. Day one is Ish. Day one-ish right there. Ishmael in Virginia dropping facts. You want to drop facts on us, you can. one 800 play one 800 Mike Sempervivi, Josh Nason, Wrestling Observer Live. Allergies. Pollen in the air. Dogs in the house. Mold in the basement. Whatever triggers your allergy symptoms, it can really hold you back. Break through with Allegra 5-in-1 Relief. Allegra works fast, won't make you drowsy, provides 24-hour multi-symptom relief, and it's effective every day. Break through allergies with Allegra. Starts working in one hour. Use only as directed. Guaranteed or your money back. Visit Allegra.com. 
Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said. It blocks the, you know, perspiration, I think is the fancy word. It's comfortable. Uh, <laughs> it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. Well, it's, it, I, I don't know. It's hard. I think it's quite masculine. Uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. Pedro Fernandez here. You might know me as the host of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but this time I'm here to talk about that four-letter word everybody dreads, pain. If you have back pain or knee pain like I do, hey, you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. I'm talking about if Medicare is your primary medical insurance, and guess what? You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. Anything to help me with the pain, hey, makes it more manageable, gets my attention, folks. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for your back, ankle, knee, or shoulder, guess what? Give the Health Alert Hotline a call toll-free, 1-800-428-1570, 1-800-428-1570. You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. 1-800-428-1570, the Health Alert Hotline, 1-800-428-1570. Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief, but the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort, because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more, and stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacort. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. The Lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own gardens, starting from $199 a night. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon or go to lodgeattiburon.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hey, we are back. Mike Sempervivi here with you. Josh Nason filling in for Brian Alvarez today. Wrestling Observer Live. And depending on where you are in the world, we are always here for you. Whether on satellite, whether it be terrestrial, whether it be on the internet, seven days a week, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern, noon and 5 Pacific, 8 p.m. and 1 a.m. GMT. Saturdays. Again, we're going to be live for the next two for sure. 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Repeated again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. 1 GMT. And of course, the original mothership every Sunday for two hours. 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 Pacific, 11 GMT. And repeated on Monday mornings at 8 Pacific, 11 Eastern Time. Josh, we've got a ton of callers, so we'll go back to the phone lines. 1 800 878 Play, 1 800 878 7529. James in Toronto. James, how are you, and how are you listening to the show? I'm good, thank you. I'm listening on uh, Sports Byline USA. Awesome. What's on your mind? Uh, I had a couple of points real quick, and then I'll jump off and, and, uh, and let you discuss. Uh, the first one being, uh, at the beginning of the show, you are talking about Mayweather McGregor. And uh, i got to tell you that um, from all the people that I've talked to here in the Toronto area that are friends of mine and that are fight fans, 
Uh, everybody's interested in the fight, but nobody's interested in paying for it. I think that uh, $100 is way too much to ask uh, for this fight. I think that most people see it for what it is. It's going to be a, basically a joke fight. It's going to be a squash, and I don't really see too many people, even movie theaters and bars around here are charging $50 to see it. I don't see a lot of people that I know of anyways that are interested in paying for it. And the second point I wanted to make quick was uh, about uh, this SummerSlam card coming up. I sent a t- uh, text earlier. I'm not sure if you already discussed it, but um, in regards to Nakamura and Jinder, um, Nakamura, I think casual fans really don't know why he's over. They just cheer him because they're supposed to. He hasn't done anything all that spectacular in WWE other than the NXT match with uh, Sami Zayn. Um, and as far as Jinder goes, I was skeptical, still am skeptical of him having the championship. But... Um, you know what? Let's stop hot-shutting titles. Keep it on them for a while and see where it goes. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great day and have a great weekend. Uh, geez, I really appreciate the call. Josh, uh, when it comes to – I'll take for the, the second part first here. Uh, when it comes to Nakamura, uh, maybe the casual fan not understanding why he's over. And I, in a way, I can probably see that, too. There are, are some WWE fans, especially ones who are a little longer in the tooth who are, are more isolated. And this is, you know, that's kind of all what they watch where, you know, it is maybe a, a little bit kind of jarring with the jerky style. It's like, OK, so why? You know, what am I seeing here with this with this guy? Uh, but I think the newer fans and I think the. The smarter fan, as the WWE Universe has kind of contracted here a little bit, I think they know why. And I also think that aura matters just as much in WWE, in fact, more in WWE than it does almost anywhere else. A star aura can obviously take you further you know, than your talents will if you have a lot of charisma and charm and things like that. Nakamura has definitely got that, and he's definitely got the talent too, but... It seems to be WWE, if you have that and they don't rip that away from you or damage it to the point of no return, that's just as important as any moves you're going to do in the ring. And John Cena would be an example of that. Yeah, and, and now I'm thinking back to earlier when we said, uh, when I said, yeah, you know, I'd love to see them put the title on Nakamura. I am strictly going on that he is a, based on his reputation. And I, I think there is something to this this case of, kind of like what's the big deal right and i think that all of us in our wrestling bubble have seen the new japan stuff or we've seen really seen to an extent that we're like he's done this he's done this he's done this but this is a new i say new universe but a new group that he is trying and has been trying to um a new group of fans that he's been trying to get that his character over and what he's all about and there is a little bit of a obviously a ramp up period in that and you kind of look at you try to look at the um you know the other type of uh, of metrics i guess you know how is this merchandise selling is there is that is that one of these things where people are buying his shirts coming off the shelves and then and they're like okay this is a good indication that really people are really getting behind him do the kids like him more do the uh, or is it morally just the uh, you know the internet fans so to speak that really care about him so it's um there is kind of the knee-jerk reaction, like, yeah, we, we should see him with a title uh, around his waist and, and, and all that. But there also has been this thing of, have we really seen his best? And if not, when is that going to be? Um, I was very surprised I did the Nakamura-Cena uh, match on uh, on free TV because I remember when that was rumored uh, more than a year ago, I believe in a Hawaii show, it was one of these hoaxes that you know people said, oh, I saw this on this advertisement on Raw, that thing never existed. And there was like a big buzz about the potential of Nakamura versus uh, versus Cena. And I just get there's there's this kind of this this like moving target of like wh- where 
who is Nakamura to the WWE and then who is he to the fans? And is it just the the bubble that's like, oh yeah, he's the best, he's doing this, he's doing this, he's a major star. Or is it really this other group that's kind of like, yeah, he's okay, but you know, we kind of like our John Cena's, we like our AJ Styles, and and uh, he's okay too. He's kind of weird, you know, that type of thing. There's back to the first thing you said real quick before we go back to the phone lines one eight hundred eight seven eight play one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. It used to be in this country the only place you could see a boxing pay per view. In most cases, uh, if you went out, was at a strip club. It's not a joke. I mean, they usually would be the only places that would end up having these things. Now, over time, we've gotten to the point where movie theaters have become an option, and they always were kind of an option in Canada. They always seem to do well with closed circuit, and that never seemed to really kind of dribble away. But in this country, it hasn't done much at all. Any feeling on how you feel the the bars and restaurants are going to go? Because I have a feeling that I don't know if people will pay 50 uh, but if, if 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 it was a little bit less in an area, and I know 40 seems to be the going rate at movie theaters down here, but when it comes to cover at restaurants and bars and things like that, uh, do you think the price is going to matter? Because, I mean, it seems to be that this is this is a fight that they're they're putting on so that you could throw a party at your house, basically. I mean, or, or have a bunch of friends over and get drunk and watch the fight or, you know, watch a fight and, and, and is an excuse to party. How do you think the bars and restaurants are going to do with this? Do you think it does, you know, blow away better than a, let's say, a Pacquiao Mayweather type of fight? Yeah, I you know what I think it probably does about the same and and having I think the only um, I wouldn't say the only fight I've watched at a bar, but I remember seeing De La Hoya Mayweather at a uh, at a pretty big bar way back in the day, and because it was one of those things like I don't know if we'll pay for back it, when they were only doing two million buys. Yeah, exactly. Way back in the the, uh, the ice age, right? So, I, I just I I think that the business will be brisk, but it just depends on, on how much the bars are getting charged, and obviously how much that cover is to get inside. I think what they're kind of thinking is that the average consumer they're trying to get a hundred bucks out of them, no matter what. So it could be all right. You you do your pay per view. That's a hundred bucks. Okay, then 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 you know you go along your way. The bar business, like, look, these people are gonna they're either gonna spend a hundred bucks. Uh, pay-per-view or they're going to go out you know they get in for 40 bucks and then they spend uh, another 50 uh on, on on drinks and food and things like that so there's also the time element as well because for us on the east coast this fight's going to start at probably what 11 30 maybe midnight so this yeah. west coast thing of people like oh yeah it's going to be 9 10 o'clock whatever it's going to be there um you know, they're the ones that really benefit from and the rest of us are going to be like, you know, some places have closing times at one that kind of throws a wrinkle into the mix. So um, I think it's going to do I, I think this is going to be a little bit bigger than people think. I think it's just kind of a lull right now and it's going to go full bore in this next few days. And I think on the on Saturday, people are like, ah, I really kind of want to see this, you know, and, and Friday, Saturday, I think is when people are going to really turn that they may not be as vocal about it as we might think. But I think, again, when it comes on Monday, Tuesday, I think we're all going to be like, wow, they, a lot of people really cared about this fight. I'm going to take it back to the phone lines right now. Peter in Brooklyn, how are you listening to us right now? Peter, are you there? Hello. Hey, how are you, sir? How are you listening to us right now? I'm listening to you streaming over uh, the website. It's a beautiful thing. What's on your mind today? So I got two things. First of all, one just a quick comment, and this is, I know the convention's going on in Vegas right now, so this may be, I'm speaking mostly to that audience, possibly, but it deals with the Observer Hall of Fame. I know that there's probably no chance he would put himself on there, but I personally think, and I don't think I'd be speaking out of turn if I were to say, 
Dave Meltzer belongs in the Observer Hall of Fame. <laughs> I'm put that out there. If it has to be by write-in, if it has to be by whatever, I think that's. I, if Bill After belongs on the ballot, Dave belongs on the ballot. Well, he'll you'll now, never. The other thing I wanted to add, <laughs> never I, get I, him I, to I, do I, it. You don't have to comment. Don't worry about it. Here's <laughs> the thing. Did you know Southpaw Regional Wrestling issued a season two today? Uh, I, I did. Fully sponsored by Old Spice. Oh yeah, you can't miss it. Um, it's the new, like, tasty, woo, tangy, woo. Um, here's the thing. I think that a lot of the guys who were involved with it loved regional wrestling. It comes from a place of love or at least appreciation and respect. But they do this thing with Daniel Bryan where he plays both a French guy and an American guy. Both are ostensibly baby faces, but everybody boos the French guy because he's foreign, presumably. That's supposed to be the joke. Yeah. And when you look at it, and it goes to the joke of all this Southpaw stuff is look at how it was back then. It's so low budget, it's so this and that. But this is the company that last, within, like the last week had crowds booing just a nice Indian lady singing the national anthem. So there's something pretty rich about satirizing <laughs> a type of jingoistic wrestling booking style when you employ that same booking style today. It, Peter, it, 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 it seems toned up. It seems very unself-aware to me. I, I appreciate your call, my friend. I appreciate your call. You're preaching to the choir on that one. Like I said, I, I you know, pick up the examples where yeah, at one point they had like six dudes, you know, essentially seemingly all saying the the same thing about why you don't like me because of who I am or or where I'm from, and it is ridiculous. And and I think what we need in this world are, are a lot less. Uh, evil, menacing, foreign heels, and just a lot more damn bandanas in our life. Josh? I would agree. <laughs> 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. John in Arkansas. John, how are you? John, come on, put the drink down. Come on. I'm, I'm, re- I'm ready. There we go. What's, <laughs> What's happening? Flip. Here we go. Listening to you uh, via TuneIn uh, tune Radio, and uh, my first thing uh, I wanted to ask about the Mayweather-McGregor uh, thing. What did you guys say yesterday was the bet number that the two Maloof brothers put down on it? Uh, it's like 880, I think, right, Josh? Uh, sounds about right. I can look that up. Okay. and um, Basically, the payoff's only like 120 or something like that, though. I mean, it's one of those things. Uh, it's just crazy to me that they were going to chunk that amount of money out there. But, hey, they've got it, so might as well. Um, my next thing I had, had to say was the Jim Cornette thing. Yeah, I guess he could be considered a polarizing figure to a lot of the Internet base, but my jury's out to see exactly what he's going to do. I think all it is is, is going to be is just him playing a character, per se, on TV, I don't know that he's going to have any actual behind-the-scenes influence. Uh, SummerSlam, I think it's going to be really, really interesting. I've, I'm hoping they're not going to be foolish enough to uh, try to uh, ordain Roman Reigns there. I think that would be a huge, giant mistake. And am I the only one who thinks that, man, this Aleister Black right now has got a rocket strapped to him, given the fact that they are going to 
do a special entrance for him on TakeOver and that he's just this big major focus right now. And I heard some rumor that his merch was doing just extremely well right now for the NXT thing. Is that true? You know what? I'm not 100% sure about you know his merch sales or anything like that, but if you told me they were good, uh, I'm definitely going to believe it. John, I want to thank you very much for the call there. And it was, uh, Josh, 880 uh, on the uh, on the number of the Maloof brothers. Um, and Jim in Virginia, I know we're pushing up against the break here, buddy, and I know you called in yesterday. Oh, he's gone again. Oh, he's gone. That's a two, two days in a row now. He's going to be upset with me on Twitter saying I tried to avoid his call. Uh, but Josh, I, I want to kind of get your thoughts on uh, uh, again a little bit of a, a, a postscript on uh, today's show and, and your thoughts a little bit on NXT. When we get back from the break here, uh, Wrestling Observer Live Sports Byline. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today... Withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. 
Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, we're back. Josh, we're going to be back Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, replayed at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. But before we come back to that, put a little bit of bow on today and, uh, and your thoughts on the thoughts of the show. Well, I think it's been an excellent show. I think Saturday will be even better, biglier, and crazier. You can follow our work at WrestlingObserver.com. Brand new Josh Chase's Punch-Out went up just about 30 minutes ago, featuring the one and only Esther Lynn of MMA Fighting and Showtime Sports. If you're interested in her work, you can also read an NXT TakeOver preview right now from Mike Della Camera. And if you're in New York, find Joseph Courier, our, one of our great editors. He is roaming around the city there for all the weekend's events. Find just him, watch your wallet if you find him. Exactly. Tweet him, meet up with him. Give him a high five and buy him some pizza or something. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna hit you up anyway. You might as well just get him the slice now and get it over. He's like Vinny Massaro. It's amazing what this guy will do for pizza. And depending on where you are in the world, we're always here for you. Terrestrial, satellite, internet, seven days a week, Monday through Friday, three and eight p.m. Eastern time, noon and five Pacific, eight and one GMT. As we said, Saturdays one p.m. Eastern time, live and direct, repeated, eight p.m. Eastern time, one GMT. And, of course, the original Mothership show every Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 Pacific, repeated on Monday mornings as well. I want to thank producer Scott and everybody who makes this show possible. Definitely want to thank Josh for filling in for Brian today. I want to thank all of you especially for listening and calling in. We will be back with you tomorrow, as we always are, no matter what the day is. Wrestling Observer Live.